You would have never known that Jaro was that weak, bro. Stop it. I've never been a fan of Jaro. Yeah, but that doesn't mean that you think that just because he puts on this festival, his name's on it, you're going to think it's going to be trash. Well, I definitely would have looked at it sideways. <laughs> yeah, I would have too. <laughs> Uh, Nibs would have been like, and I will go in? Your boy Tate. Shell's here. Nip's here, Ma. Hmm. Hmm. Didn't rhyme. (laughs) That's different. (laughs) Boondock's voice. Alright, uh, we're the boys, and you're checking into another edition of Good Call the Podcast, aka Chico the Pod, aka the Good Call Out. I mean, just kidding, Good Call the Podcast. Um, we got a couple things to run through on our agenda, um, Chico the Pod, late night edition. So without further ado, um, I know Shell's got a bedtime, so I'm going to kick it to my boy Nibs. <laughs> hey there, everyone. It's your boy Jamal Nibs, reporting live from my bedroom. Uh, today, Mr. Michael Cohen uh, was under the spotlight. He was the center of attention. He was the main attraction. Uh, he got into some trouble last year, got himself some jail time, three years. And so, I guess... In an attempt to lessen that time and clear his conscience and, I don't know, maybe do the right thing. Maybe. Um, He was in the courtroom today and received a bunch of questions from a bunch of angry people. Uh, We followed it live. I know Tate was locked in. I was locked in. And I guess my biggest takeaway from it was a lot of people had... So he he let out some information that got leaked last night, and a lot of it was in reference to 45. And so the people that were excited to watch this today thought, you know, that it was going to be an attempt to get a lot of information about his ties and what he knows and things that could possibly, you know, impeach the president, um, you know, and... A lot of Republicans that were asking him questions were more focused on trying to take him down and ruin his credibility rather than actually gaining information about, you know, what he knows about 45 and things that could potentially be damaging, you know, to him, to him currently and definitely to a 2020 reelection. So I I think that was my biggest takeaway. I'm not sure if that was yours, Tate, but people, you know, they had time. There were there were time limits and. Instead of, you know, getting multiple questions in and getting more and more information, they were just like trying to roast this dude. Like, hey, man, I hate you. You stink. You're the scum of the earth. Uh, You know, you're the worst person ever. And he's just sitting there like, okay, like, are you guys going to ask me a question or are you guys just going to roast me all day? It was kind of weird. Yeah, um, I guess that was one of my biggest takeaways. I had a couple. I guess one one of my biggest takeaways was how Cohen's lawyer was sleeping on TV. If you look closely, he was taking a super nap pretty much right after lunchtime. That shit so was I, long, though. 
the the I mean it's a day of work, bro. It was it was fucking ten to five. It's a regular working hours. And the nigga came back from lunch and started sleeping. I mean he's a hundred years old, so I get it, but goddamn, get him out the goddamn frame. It was such a tight shot too. That shit was super tight as old ass. Um, that was a big takeaway for me. Um, another takeaway was, I mean, obviously, like, the Republicans are, like, super angry and not <laughs> focused on the issues here. It was kind of like all they cared to say was, this man lied. How can we ever trust him? And then he'd, he'd be like, um, I heard that Donald Trump told me that he's fucking your wife. Yes, <laughs> but you once lied, so you must be lying now. And it's like, oh, well, um, Trump says that niggas are monkeys and they belong in the Bronx Zoo, but only in the section that is available on Wednesdays. Yes, but if you once lied to Congress and you're going to jail for that, how can we trust you now? So it was a whole bunch of crazy shit that this guy Cohen was saying. It was kind of like, it was like, do y'all niggas even hear me, bro? Like, like everyone knows that I've lied. And he, he kept saying over and over, like, yeah, bro, like, I lied. I'm going to jail. I, I made a mistake. Like, I'm owning that. Like, like the most like ownership you could ever hear in one day of of i guess cnn watching um but you know how it is everyone's got to get their their agenda pushed yeah. um you got a couple of you know good old democrats there were asking some pertinent questions and even still pushing their little agenda on 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 the side but can that nigga really get his sentence lowered from for doing this shit is that the, is that the goal here it's possible i think ultimately that's his goal um i mean there was a, i think it was a guy from louisiana who you know, says, I, kn- I knew a lot of guys like you in my time who, you know, finally want to cooperate when their backs are against the wall. So I don't know how much of it is that, you know, him just kind of feeling like, I mean, what do I have to lose at this point? And, you know, it not being out of, you know, 100% goodwill. We'll never really know. But I do think it's a possibility that that sentence could get lowered a little bit. She was crazy. Um, another thing which is not related to um michael cohen but i don't know if you heard about this in the news aka the shade room but (laughs) (laughs) there was a a woman in maryland who is uh i think a congresswoman and she she told her colleague at at dinner or drinks that some some district under her watch was quote-unquote the nigger district yeah whoa because Black people live there. <laughs> so, Sheldon, I, bet you, I guess you can guess which political party she's part of. Yeah, it, it'll probably only take me one. Let's hear it. Republican? Nibs? Uh, yeah, let's go with that. She was a Democrat. So, <laughs> so not everyone can play this game. <laughs> You don't need any special colors to play the racial game. Oh, she was talking um, about PG County. That's where uh, KD spent a lot of his childhood. KD? Mm-hmm. Hmm. KD, huh? All right. So, yeah, so this happened, and then she says, <laughs> apologizes for this, and she says, that word is not in my vocabulary, and... I I'm, I feel terrible for using it. <laughs> well, it is because it uses it. Thank you, Sheldon. How, what world is she living in? <laughs> she also said, "I'm sure everyone has used it." Because she, she and she compared it to uh, what did she say? The f word and um, using the Lord's <laughs> name in vain. 
the Lord. These people got some nerve, man. So she said, I've I've said nigger, and but I've also said Jesus. <laughs> it's, it's the man's name. So um it has no connection to Michael Cohen, but I guess a, a political connection and a connection of racism, because Nibs didn't touch on this, but some of the things Sheldon, since you didn't watch it, um, Cohen said that he was riding in the car with Trump, um, and Trump was saying how no country that's run by a black person, no, 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 every country that's run by a black, black person is a shithole. Wow. Keep in mind, this was said during Barack Obama's presidency. Haha. <laughs> so, America, um, I don't think it's a shithole. I think it's pretty fucking dope. The Wi-Fi is lit and shit like that. Um, and then he also went on to say that black people will not vote for me because they're stupid. Mm, real educated <laughs> statement there. Exactly. On the contrary, sir, we will not vote for you because we're smart. And the people that do vote for you are the less educated statistically so um <laughs> read them <laughs> yeah exactly in case you're listening mr trump <laughs> imagine, imagine if he was though and he's the one that put us on the map like <laughs> <we'd> have, <laughs> we would owe him <laughs> Still good looks, good looks. <laughs> yeah right <laughs> yo good looks imagine that nigga was like shut him they give you such a hard time it's it's i think it's i think it's fucked up <laughs> they need to fucking chill and um I played Kaluka a lot when I was when I was growing <laughs> it's up. Kaluki, thought. It's like Kaluka. Anyway, I want. I just had to jump in on that random tangent about the um, Democrat from Maryland. I thought that shit was crazy wild that she said that nigger is not in her vocabulary. You I don't know how. I've never used a word that's not in my vocabulary because I don't. I wouldn't know it. How would I know? Yeah, the word. I don't know. She's that's the worst apology I've ever heard. Yeah, so I don't know if you have any other thoughts on, on this on that st- on that story, Nibs, or if I missed anything. But I'll swing it back to you on the political spectrum. Yeah, no, I think you covered everything we needed to cover about Cohen. We'll see where this goes. I mean, he had you know checks from the from their paybacks that he got because he supposedly paid out Stormy Daniels, and then Trump paid him back. He had receipts of that. He had other financial information. Um, I don't know. We'll see where it goes. I'm not, I mean, I don't think anyone should be getting too excited about this information. There wasn't anything, you know, super earth shattering about what he was saying. Yeah. Yeah, At this point, you really just need footage of Donald Trump, like pulling a gun on, on someone and blowing their head off because this nigga's like Teflon. Yeah. And even that might not do it. (laughs) He's getting, he's like, well, what did the guy do to deserve to get his head blown (laughs) off? Have you thought about that? Uh, yeah, that nigga's a real sleazeball, but um, I guess he's kind of like R. Kelly. It's like, it's like, yes, but do you have another tape? <laughs> it's like, <laughs> yes, nigga, there's 18 of them. And it's like, yes, well, obviously everyone knows we need 19 to prosecute, so right. <laughs> come back when you're serious. Anyway, <laughs> enough about that. Go ahead, Nips. Yeah, so speaking of old famous guys uh, in news headlines, um, Robert Kraft, owner of the... Don't want to say the name of that team. New England Patriot. Patriot. Yeah, of course Patriot, he tried it. Patriot. Super Let's go. Over here. You already know what it is, Jared. Jared. <laughs> Jared. Last week, he found I'm himself. I'm playing six rings the, on the mix. Wow. Yeah. Best state in the world, Florida. Mm. Great weather this time of the year, Christopher. 
Yeah, and also great racism. It's a fucking red state. Go on. Dang. Okay, that's fair. I fair remember point. the days when it wasn't. Yeah, <laughs> not that long ago. <laughs> right. Go on. He found himself in Jupiter, Florida, specifically, home of the spring training for the Miami Marlins. Hmm. Him and 24 other men ended up in Orchids of Asia Day Spa, where they got arrested on charges of prostitution Mm. in a strip mall. Is that thing, like, known to be a a prostitution thing? Is it it a massage parlor that's, like, a front for (laughs) happy endings or something? Or, like, what is this place? Yeah, it's one of those. It's, It's definitely a front. Now, we don't know how much... Robert Kraft knew about the human trafficking ring going on at this place. He might have just what? been going there for a... <laughs> Wait, a, what? They're trafficking niggas in there? Yeah, bro. It's bigger than just prostitution. Oh, my goodness. I, I don't know if he was just going there for the, you know, the standard rub and tug or, you know, if it was more to it. But we'll, we'll see. They're doing their investigations. Investigation, yeah. Um, but, I mean, 77 years old, filthy rich. I feel like there are a bunch of other ways, you know, if you're trying to get your rocks off, this right. ain't it, Rob. Right. I would imagine that if you have all that money, then you're not going to the sugar shack downtown to go figure this out. I don't know. That that's suspect to me. I feel like there has to be more to it. Yeah. How, how sleazy of a place to be in. Like, if I was 77 and that rich, like, I would just tell myself, like, all right, I probably have enough money to not lose it. How can I fuck this up? Oh, by doing things that are illegal. Right. Okay. Let me not do those things. And I can just ride out. How many more years does this nigga have left? I don't know, man. How horny is this guy? Bro, how's his dick still getting up at 77? Don't be jealous, nigga. <laughs> I mean, with, with the right health and you know everything in place, that's, that's very viable. Yeah, exactly. And and wasn't he just there for fifteen minutes? Then they like they clock him at eleven and like leaving at eleven fifteen. Yeah, he. I mean, you know, he's like shells. You don't have much stamina, but still, uh, he was alive. in there. You alive? <laughs> that quick shot, Quinn. <laughs> I don't know, man. I just think if you're that rich, like you can go ahead and fly something out, get get a girl flued out. Um, yeah, okay. Right. Yeah, he could have had multiple escort services with top notch clientele. Bro. Yes. I don't know. It's just weird to me. This is, I feel like that might have been like the warm up to the real deal. And yeah, how many nuts Robert Kraft got? <laughs> Them dust bunnies. Maybe he even. <laughs> maybe he even fired. Maybe it was like that was the cover up when when he got tipped off that it was going to be a sting. He was like, "All right, I'm just here for the the BJ hand job special." <laughs> the BJ hand job. Can you imagine like if you're like mid handy and then the cops bust in like. How quick would that softy? Nah, nah, I gotta tell the finish. <laughs> yeah, you gotta, bro. How you gotta finish? Yo, you can't blue ball me, bro. I'm not gonna be in jail with the blue balls, bro. Oh my god, tell me, tell me. You see, you see the cops pulling at me. I think you know your, your career's over. You're thinking about finishing. Got but it. Low key, the adrenaline rush though. <laughs> like That's my shit might hit there? the roof on some scary movie <laughs> shit. It's an iconic scene, by the way. Mm-hmm. Um, Yo, I think it's fucking crazy. Yeah, and then weren't they like seventy dollars sessions? Yeah, they were cheap as fuck, bro. That's what I'm saying. It's not. It's not adding up. 
None of this is adding up. That had to be a cover. Like someone said, this was Meek Mill's fault. <laughs> I saw a lot of that. Yeah, he started associating with Meek Mill's. Of course, blame Meek Mill's, right? Because he went to jail. That's and why the fuck is he friends with Meek Mill? That's, that's yeah, that's really random. I wish I had a very odd partnership. But that's like yeah. that's like when people started blaming uh, Snoop Dogg for Martha Stewart going to jail. Wait, I thought that I, I, thought, I, I that thought they were chilling after. after. Her. Yeah, after she got her street cred up, he's like, "All right, you can fuck with me." <laughs> that's why. That's why they started hanging out. That's what I thought. I thought there was. I thought the timeline was that after she got out, then they got that fucking show. Yeah, it depends who you ask. Or you could just. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess it does depend on who you ask. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um. Yeah, so he, I think he has a, a court date or something for like, like the end of March. So yeah, then they got cool. time. Speak, so, so just to backtrack for a second, speaking of court dates and upcoming shit. So like this dude, Cohen, is going to jail May 6th, I believe. Yeah, 6th. Like, can you imagine what that is like? Like now it's like fucking February 28th. You're like every day, like you get happy for a second. Let's say you find $20 in your pocket or some shit. And then you're like, fuck. Oh yeah, I'm going to jail. Like, it's like, how do you even enjoy it? I'd be like, nigga, just throw me in that motherfucker now. Let me get this shit started. Let me get this time going because I, like, I wouldn't even feel free in the the months and days up to my prison sentence. He's he's probably going to get a private cell. He's, there's no way he's in Gen Pop. I mean, I don't think so either, but it's fucking jail. Yeah, but... I'm definitely know. fleeing the country on May 5th. You can't. You, how, bro? I don't know. Yeah, don't, I've seen don't. I've seen people turn jail into a very lavish getaway. Pablo, Where have you seen that? Pablo Martha Escobar. Stewart? You never seen Narcos? Isn't Marco? Isn't Narcos outside the U.S.? Yeah, that's just an example. Mm. It can happen in the U.S. If you have money, huh. you think it can't? It can't happen. I just think it will be better than like regular fucking crackhead jail, but it's just a fucking jail. Like I can't do whatever I want. That's true, but I think it's bearable. Like I wouldn't flee the country for that. If I'm if I'm not in general population, I could turn that thing into like, you know, a mini getaway. With I'd rather be in jail in the U.S. for three years than to live in another country for the rest of my life. Hmm. Depends where they put me in jail. Like, what do you mean? If they put you. With like the serial killers and the murderers and the, the gang. No, I mean if I'm Cohen, if I'm Cohen, if I'm Cohen. <laughs> okay, okay. I want that good white people jail. Yeah, thanks for clearing that up because there's no way I'm going in general population. You're not tough enough. No. What do I look like? That's for Are you tough honesty. enough? Hell yeah. Okay. I wish a nigga would try me. <laughs> Sorry, bro. I'm not. <laughs> I'm out the country ASAP. I'll swim if I have to. I'm going to Cuba. Cuba. Yeah, man, I'm fleeing the country for sure. There's no doubt about it. Where are you going to go? Honestly, wherever I can go. I just can't go to jail. Yeah, especially not for three years. God damn. Yeah, I know. That, that's a death sentence. Nigga, so that's my... jail. Right. Bro, rich I jail for smash. three years. I can't smash anything. Bro, you no can get conjugal, conjugal visits. Nah. How you not getting those? It's rich, Joe. You're definitely getting conjugals. What, what? Why is conjugals visit a thing? Is that a real thing? Yeah. Or is yeah. that an old time thing? Uh, nah, it's still a thing, bro. I used to watch Lock Up on MSNBC. How does it work? You, they have like a separate 
It's almost like a fucking camping grounds on the grounds of the jail, but it's separate. Like an outhouse. Why do they even allow that? Because niggas got families and shit. So? Why do they care to help them? Bro, you have to... The, the point of jail is rehabilitation. Smashing is rehabilitating you? Hold on. It's getting you used to a normal life. So Smashing? you get a job. You know, you're used to responsibilities. Yeah, I get all that. You get your yard time, which you yeah. know is equivalent to going to the gym. Yeah. Your wife and your kid come through for a weekend to hang out with you. You know, you have like dishes and shit you can cook. You, you're, you, you, they want to normalize it as much as possible. So when they let you out, you're not like fucking untamed animal. <laughs> Bro, firing off is the normal part of life. You got to get the normal fire offs. Yeah, firing off. You can fire off anytime. You mean firing off in a woman? Well, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> okay. Um, don't put me in general population, bro. I'm not. I'm not surviving that. Yeah, I mean, I get it. I, I get it. <laughs> but fuck that. Rich Joe for three years. Yeah, Rich Joe. I'm there. We're good. Like, yeah. send me there for three years. I don't even need the conjugals. Like, yeah, I wonder. I, I wonder if there's a good documentary on Rich Joe. If 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 someone's listening and they know one, I'd be curious to see how good it is. Imagine Richdale is nicer than your own crib. I've been trying to tell you all this whole time. <laughs> About Richdale? Yes. Fuck. You right. said it doesn't happen in America. I'm telling you, bro. No, I, I said that? Yeah, I mean, because like, I feel like you said Escobar? Yeah, Pablo Escobar. But I like those niggas own the city, like own the country. Like they can yeah, do whatever they comparison. want. Yeah, like I'm talking <laughs> I mean, about a regular nigga with money. Like, Yeah, I was being a bit hyperbolic, but ooh. you feel me? That's the chamber that Austin Powers was stuck in, right? Okay, let's go. What's the next topic? <laughs> I thought he wasn't going to do it this time, but... I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. I was going to say, uh, Captain America. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> next topic, sorry. I backtracked like a motherfucker off that Cohen thing, but I forgot to talk about that. Ready to move on, guys? Yes, let's please. Boom. Oscars, the 91st Academy Awards. took I place. it was the one millionth. Tina Fey said it was a one million. Tina Fey is not that funny to me. Uh, Took place without a host. (laughs) Damn, Tina. Tate, did you enjoy the hostless award show? Um, Yeah, I was fucking with it. Um, I don't really like hosts. And um, from from the reviews and the Nielsen ratings, they got much higher ratings than past Oscars. So that new host, that new lack of host might be the new wave. So, yeah, I'm cool with it. So the thing about the host, though, is they bring in the full circles and... The ending of the award show is very awkward with Julia Roberts. It's kind of like, oh, okay, guys, I guess the show's over. Like, you need yeah, that. Yeah, but one, one awkward moment. It's enough. Okay. <laughs> Bro, people remember the beginning, the middle, and the end. They don't yeah, remember but they any remember, of the shit. They remember the, 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 who won, not like how the shit walked out. Like, you want Kevin Hart to be out there, like, all right, yeah, good No, no, I didn't yeah. want Kevin Hart to be out there at all because he's not funny. Exactly. So, what do you want? Well, I wanted a funny person out there to say, "Hey, guys, who, who, who do you uh, want to host that thing?" Uh, Dave Chappelle. Oh, he's playing hosting the fucking Oscars. He's not, but I'd watch it if he did. Yeah, be the first Oscars I watch. Yeah, Earthquake is funny. Earthquake. Yeah. What's that? <laughs> he's a comedian. Earthquake. Yeah. He's fat. Uh, he's a little chubby. 
Earthquake, the comedian from DC. Is he really like good enough to do the Oscars? Is he big like nah, that? Nah, he's country as hell. He's, he can't host the Oscars. I was just naming somebody oh I thought was funny. Oh my god! Jamie Foxx, I think, would do a great show, a great job at hosting the Oscars as well. He'll spend half of the show just giving shout outs to people he sees in the crowd. Okay, and that shit would be funny as hell. Mm, I guess. Yeah, Jamie. Jamie would do a good job. He's a he's a cool dude. He's he's been reformed ever since any given Sunday. He's a cool dude. Sheldon chilling with him backstage. <laughs> you know, it's, it's my guy. We, we go back. You working on some back. lines? Working on the extra lines? <laughs> yeah, man. Respect me. All right. Anyway, Nibs, what else happened in the Oscars? <laughs> so the Oscars, a lot of black excellence taking place there. Mm-hmm. Supporting actor, your boy. Say his first name, Tate. Marshawn Lynch. Yep, Mahershala Ali. Oh yeah. Supporting actress. <laughs> Tate, supporting actress. Oh my boo, my boo, my boo, Olivia. No, that's what? the best actress. No. Oh, supporting, supporting. Oh, my boo. Uh, who got that one? Um, don't tell me. Don't tell me. Don't tell me. Don't tell me. Who got the supporting, John? Who was it? Who got the support? Oh, um, oh, Regina. Wow, goddamn, she's a great actress. <laughs> Regina. Why, yeah. why did why, why the letdown? No, high key though, high key though. That was a it was an uncalled for letdown. But um, and, and I did hate that movie, but I did like her parents in the movie, Regina and the husband. Those the are, husband, and, the sis- and the sister. I actually like the husband better than Regina, to be honest. Yeah, exactly. Me too. But and the, the sister, sister too. Showed love too. Fact, hella love. Mm-hmm. Um, trivia time, guys. You ready? Go ahead. Regina <laughs> was the eighth <laughs> black actress to win Best Supporting Actress at the Oscars. Name three others. Oh my God! How can I ever know this? Uh, Whoopi Goldberg. That's one. Uh, you, you said you said you said black actresses. Yes. Um, Viola? Yes. Shit. Halle Berry. She won Best Actress. Hmm. For, um, Monsters Ball? Yes. Alright, anyway. Oh, I was right? No, you were not right. You were not right. (laughs) You were not right. (laughs) But, thanks for playing. Um, let's see. Another one. Oh, uh, how about, um, what's this girl's name? Did this girl win? Um, not Taraji. Did Taraji win? Hell no. Oh. I thought she won for Hidden Figures. Mm. I have to look that up. Okay, we got a little contender. No, 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 here. no, not. I, she definitely didn't win Best Actress. No, no, I mean, no but best, best Supporting. supporting. Sorry, she didn't win Best Supporting. Oh, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Um, oh, he said Supporting. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Uh, welcome to the show, Sheldon. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that changed some things. Oh, he said Best. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. <laughs> and he's still quite cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, damn. Can I get a hint before? Hold on, let me think. Let me think before you give me a hint. Okay, I said Whoopi. I said Viola. Viola. How about um? How about the other girl, the big one? The big mm-hmm. one that that is also in um. I don't know. Is she in Green Book? The one with the gap, Octavia. Yes, there you go. All Let's right. go. I'm fucking nice, bro. And Shells is not. <laughs> Shells said, "Oh, you said actress." Okay. <laughs> <laughs> At least I knew Hallie was something. Yeah, she's bad. It sure is, but yeah, not so, the answer. Black Panther got some love thrown its way. Costume yep. design, Ruth Carter, also a black woman. Yep. Production design, original music score. Yep. That's it. Production design. I did. Yep. You so did. there's that. That's for Black Panther. 
You said costumes then too, right? Yes, Ruth Carter, yeah. Yeah. Did not win Best Picture, but obviously not. To be ex- expected. Yes. Uh, your boy Spike Lee, this after 30 ass. years, finally got an Oscar. Yeah, yeah, and and how did he celebrate this Oscar? By jumping into Samuel L. Jackson's arms? No, by acting like a fucking child. What did he do? Nibs, you want to take this one? Are you talking about his script? What script? No, no, he, not the speech. What else did After, he do? Bro, you didn't hear about Spike at the end of the Oscars? Yeah, but we're, I thought you were talking about his moment. No, no, no. All right, we go to his that, moment. We that was his, his protest. Moment. Yeah, we, we can get to that later. All right. But, you know, he had a very... He was rambling, pretty much. Um, you know, he was a guy that has been waiting a long-ass time for this recognition. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he kind of tied certain black history together and his grandma. And he was just fucking all over the place. But Seriously, he was showing he hella talks energy. talks like he's holding his tongue. Your boy 45 uh, shaded him, him, too. Maddie wasn't going to subtweet. That <laughs> shit was direct. Yeah, no, it was definitely direct. Yeah. So that's um, for uh, Black Klansman, Adapted Screenplay. What else do we have here? Original Song. Wait, 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 wait. What's up? I need clarification. So Tate said he acted like a child at the end. Yeah, he never said I have to, that, to talk about it. I'm gonna save. I'm gonna, I'm gonna save that for last. Okay. So original song, not Black Excellence, but Shallow. Lady Gaga. Great song. Great song. Oh man, so good. Are you gonna? Yeah, drop that right here. Uh, <laughs> Don't tell me when to drop shit. <laughs> Let the listeners not expect it. You're telling the listeners when they're coming. <laughs> Give me some creative freedom. My bad. My bad. Tell me something. Are you happy in this modern world? Or do you need more? Is there something else you're searching for? I'm falling In all the good times I found myself Um, I have a question about this. The movie, in general. About A Star is Born? Yeah, and movies like it. When okay. so say you're married, right? Or yeah, say you're married, your wife is an actress. Yep. And she has to do a romantic movie that requires a lot of flirting, a lot of kissing, sex scenes. Is that cheating? No, nigga, it's it's her, it's her at work. Yeah, but she's kissing someone else. That's not you. Yeah, at her job. And if I was an actor and I'd be kissing these girls too, I'm not cheating. I'm doing my job. You I don't mean, have to kiss people to be an actor. It's not a requirement. Yeah, so I'm going to turn down work because I'm married? I think it's the respectable thing to do. Bro, kissing, bro? With you know, tongue? Nine-year-olds are kissing, bro. With tongue? Yes, that's how you kiss. Nibs, have you ever kissed someone before? I enjoy sometimes looking into each other's eyes with a nice pop kiss. <laughs> All I'm saying is, if if my wife told me I can't kiss this fellow actress... I, I can't I don't know what to tell her like what's the point of saying no to me kissing this girl on stage like that means you don't trust me to kiss this girl on the big screen so how are you gonna ever trust me if I'm on the road like what I'm doing not on screen you're cheating on her in front of the world alright hold on you're hold not on. cheating what are you saying right now people are gonna shade you bro you, can you hear yourself <laughs> wow you okay. said the difference there's a difference between being okay I'm gonna let it show the answer but there's a difference between being okay with it than defining this cheating but go on yeah, Sheldon number one it's I, I would not be okay with it. <laughs> Let's mm. be clear on that. 
Two, it's only cheating. And I think cheating looks different depending on every relationship, right? So if in our relationship we have these parameters set where, no, I don't expect you to kiss anybody, and she went and did that anyway, then yeah, then that's cheating. But if I know and understand that my wife is an actress and that that comes in her line of work and we have that same understanding that that's okay, then I, I would, I, how could I say anything? I might not like it, but I understand it's her work and we have an agreement. You know, like, like if, you're, if your girl worked at Chase Bank, would you allow her to look at another nigga's bank account? That's what we're doing. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just I mean, saying. Just, just, just think about it. Like, like, all right. So then you have sister wives, right? For those uh, polygamists. So they're not cheating when they're kissing multiple women because they have an agreement, right? They all agree and say that this is okay. It's no different, you know. Whatever your parameter you set for it in your in your relationship, that is what determines whether or not you're cheating or not. All I'm saying is, you could be an actor or actress without the kissing part. Yeah, definitely. And if you tell your your wife that I don't want you kissing other niggas, then she well, should leave you. <laughs> I mean, that's always the option. <laughs> yeah, I'm out but of there. If if that's something you guys agree upon, and she does it anyway, then it's cheating. Without that, I wouldn't say it's cheating. Okay. That's fair. different. Go on. Do you have anything else to add to this? Because I'm a ship. I'm a pivot. No, no, no. Do your thing, bro. <laughs> so, best picture went to Green Book and... Fucking fire. Uh, okay. It was a good movie if I didn't, you know, know the backstory that came with it. So, I saw the movie, movie first. Before I realized that it was very problematic. And yes, in and of itself, it's a good movie without all of the things surrounding it. It was a solid movie. But it's... Movies are judged on movies being movies, right? It's No, it's not easy to ignore all the problems with it. Uh, so when the movie was announced, there's a, a gif of, of Chadwick Boseman reacting to it. And then as Tate alluded to, Spike Lee also reacted by getting up out of his seat and attempting to leave but they wouldn't let him out so he the had to building. his seat this is a this is a grown up do you, you understand shoulder. the backstory though about why spike reacted so strongly to that cuz he's oh, a child tell me well he's an adult oh 30 years ago he had an epic movie called do the right thing not sure if you've heard of it sheldon i've heard <laughs> of the title okay oh that movie was up for best picture in the same year that a movie called Driving, Driving Miss Daisy. Daisy was nominated and won. So you can understand his frustration when a movie like Driving Miss Daisy, which is very unrealistic how it played out, won Best Picture. And then fast forward to 2019 and Green Book, which is like a damn reverse Driving Miss Daisy and very unrealistic too, might I add, based on the actual facts, because this is a real story, won, and he didn't win. Bro, I don't think How, how can a movie be unrealistic? You're talking about the Black Panther being nominated for Best Picture. What do you mean it's unrealistic? I'm talking about Green Book. Right. But it's based on a true story. It's still a movie. It's, it's not based, a documentary. It's based on... Listen, it's this, this story in the movie is between two people. Yeah. The entire movie is told from the side of one person. Which person is that? 
the white person because his son is the one that wrote it. Okay, got it. Tony Lip, his son is the one you know that actually wrote this movie. Yes, and then if you go talk to the director, they actually spoke to both sides of the family in creating this movie. The Don Shirley's family was very upset with the portrayal of this movie. Certain parts of the movie and certain members of the family. My point is, if I'm Spike Lee, I'm going to be mad because the the similarities of someone driving in a car. Like, I don't I don't know what Driving Miss Daisy is about. Is that Sidney Poitier or whatever? No, it's Morgan Freeman. Is it really? Yes. Hard. What's the what's 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 the Sidney Poitier one when he's driving this shit? I don't know. Maybe I'm fucking it up. But okay, Morgan Freeman is driving this lady, right? Cool. What does it have to do with Green Book? It's a totally different movie. It's not. It's a how? it's a white savior movie with people driving in a car. How's that not different? I mean, how's that not the same? Because the, a white savior movie implies that the white man is saving the black man when the black man is saving the white man just as much in this movie. Bro, they weren't friends like that. Okay. This is a movie, bro. What do you... I'm, I'm talking about the movie. Yes, the movie was based on real life, Tate. Right, but if I'm talking about... If I'm the Academy, I'm talking about the movie. It's not a white savior film if the black man is also saving the white man. Yes, it is, because that's not how life was back then. What? I don't. How is this hard to understand? They were in the Jim Crow South... And Don Shirley and this guy weren't friends. Like that just wasn't how it played out in real life. They weren't friends. But what? Okay, the, but what does that movie, have to be? Is that how it played out? Yes. But what does that have to do with what's realistic? What's not realistic about what happened in the movie? Like what's a non-realistic part? They weren't part friends. Of it? They didn't vibe like that. So the two guy, people they, couldn't the be friends if they were dri- black. The guy wasn't his driver for more than two months either. Like they okay. they weren't. They didn't work together for that long. Okay, all that is cool, but what does that have to do with the movie being unrealistic? Like, they, they got the nigga back there eating fried chicken and shit. Like, come on with the bullshit. I got the bucket so you could have some. I've never had fried chicken in my life. Who are you bullshitting? You people love the fried chicken, the grits and the colored greens. I love it too. Negro cooks used to make it all the time when I was in the army. You have a very narrow assessment of me, Tony. Yeah, right? I'm good. No, no, you're not good, you're bad. I'm saying just because other Negroes enjoy certain types of music, it doesn't mean I have to, nor do we all eat the same kind of food. Bro, that's a scene in the movie, bro, and it's a it's a comedy scene that the family laughed at when they saw it. That's what the director said. He said these are these are excerpts that the I'm The family reading. called the movie a twisting truth and they manipulated the friendship and it was extremely one-sided. It's a movie, bro. Like, it makes it work. The optics are bad that the guy's son wrote it. Like, obviously, it's biased. Yeah, but of course it's going to be biased, but what do they want him to do? Not write it? Like, it's a movie. My point is that the movie is a good movie. I'm not I'm not matching it up with how exactly it happened in real life. Like, I'm not mad that fucking Jack and Rose didn't really exist in the Titanic and that this nigga sank in the fucking ocean. It's a fucking good movie. The movie's based on the Titanic sinking. Yeah, I don't... That's not a fair comparison. Why not? Because Jack and Rose weren't two people that people really based life on. Like Don Shirley, if you look him up, he was the actual person. He was a musician. Like you can see his picture, you can hear his music, you can know the struggles that he went through. Right. But is this movie a documentary or is it a movie? Also, Green Book. So Green the the, the Green Book is or the actual title is The Negro Motorist Green Book. And it provided African-Americans with advice on safe places to eat and sleep when they travel through 
the Jim Crow era United States. Like, this is a big deal. Like, this is a, a survival tool. And they turned it into a fucking, you know, kumbaya session. And it just, I don't know. It's, How it's, is it a kumbaya? They said that the book was exactly that in the movie. They referenced the book very gently. No. Yes. They did not. It was not a I huge never even, part. I never even heard of the book before the movie. And I was very clear on what it was while watching the movie. Yes. But you don't really understand the magnitude behind the book. Because you're so focused on this budding friendship that never really happened. Okay. Still, I I, I don't see your qualms with making a movie where this could have easily happened. But go ahead, Sheldon. So just to understand, Nibs, your problem with the movie or it winning was because of how inaccurate it was? Yes. Okay. And so you don't. And Tate is saying it doesn't really matter how inaccurate it was because the Oscars are judging the movie itself. It's film. Yeah, it's film. It's just, that's, that's all you can judge it on. This is film. And I think it's immature of Spike Lee to get up and stomp around. It's like, that's like an ultimate store loser after you just were recognized for your art. Like what, like what if someone was upset that you won and they were up stomping around? I don't think it would bother Spike Lee at all. I mean, who cares? Well, you should care. I don't care. It's not going to take the award from me. It's not going to take the award from you, but it's a if you're an actor, it's a fraternity of actors, a fraternity of sorority of actors. It's it's a supposed to be a mutual respect. The same way, like if we're if we're a step show people and we're stepping, and the alphas or the cues or the sigmas win the show, like I shouldn't be upset or stomping around. Like I should okay drag. I should <laughs> I should I should stand up and I should clap and I should I should take my L like a man. Like that's it. Yeah, I mean, there's definitely a sportsmanship element in this, if you will. Yeah, you don't have to agree with everything. Like, yeah, there's been some crazy missteps in the Oscars, Grammys, like every award show. Like, it's it's super subjective. I don't know who fucking picks the movies. Like, I don't even know how they decide if a person is a lead actor or a supporting actor. There's not even a real rule for that. It's not even it's not even based on screen time. It's just a fucking obscure thing. And but I just take you have to just take it for what it is. But that's what you've been doing. And like I guess like Nib said. This is a lot of wins for the Oscar night for for when a year or two years ago it was Oscar so white. I'm I'm not saying this shit's fucking all fucking awesome, but I'm just saying I think black people got a lot of notoriety, a lot of respect last night or not last night, but whatever last week when the Oscars came on. So that's that's all my point. My point is if I'm Spike, like relax, like you made a good movie. It was it was a good movie. You got recognized. Let some other niggas get some shine because. I won't see niggas stomping around when Marsha Mahershala got his <laughs> award. I don't think he was stomping out of the theater. I think that would be in bad taste, but here we are. I'm just glad he said his name right. I said it right after almost, a little mini stumble, but it's only because of, again. It's your, your tutelage has brought me to a world of expressing it and understanding how to pronounce his young brother's name. And I thank you for that. I feel like a proud father. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. He's going to butcher another name before the show's over. Yeah, you will. No, I'm not. All the rest of the names is good. <laughs> we'll see. Sheldon. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I got for Oscar talk. <laughs> I was right. about to storm out. <laughs> okay, okay. Relax. <laughs> all right, Nibs, what's last? Last. So it's Black History Month. Mm-hmm. Yes, 
It's today's our last day. Yeah, today is the last day. Damn. RIP to February. Yeah, and baseball season is right around the corner. Spring training is in effect. So there are some troubling statistics in baseball as it relates to black people. In 1981, 19% of the league was black. And last year, that number is now 8.5. So it's dropped. And I believe when the 2019 statistics come out, that number is going to be lower than it was last year. So a big part of my actual job is to kind of figure out why these numbers are so low and how to get them back up. And I wanted to know your guys' thoughts on this. So growing up, I'll just ask you a couple questions. Did you guys play baseball at all? Yes. Yes. What were the age ranges for that? All right. Um, I played baseball. I mean, I had my sports history was first. My first sport was, damn, was it hockey was my first sport. Then I played soccer. Then t-ball. So so, or maybe T-ball before soccer, but I never played baseball, baseball. But it's like T-ball is whatever age you are to be fucking hitting that shit off the tee. Yeah, it's like that, five to seven. Yeah, so maybe that was my second sport, and then soccer, and then basketball. Um, so, do you know so, why you stopped? Like, why you never kept going with baseball? I suck at every sport besides basketball. So, when I realized that, when I found, like, I, 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 was, I realized that I sucked at hockey, right? Plus, I'm black. So, I, moved, I kept on moving. <laughs> then, I picked up baseball. I was terrible. One time, I ran... From hitting the ball to like the fucking third base instead of first, I'm like a fucking idiot. <laughs> I see that a lot actually. Oh, nice. what? There, should be, there should be a fucking support group for that. Yeah, shit. that age they're they're so young and yeah, I was dumb. fucking yeah, I was terrible. They tell you where to go. <laughs> yeah, they're Bro, fucking it's a kids. Lot of they don't listen. As a five year old, you also tell kids don't fucking touch that. Don't put that down. You think they're not listening? Um, anyway, um, I I was terrible at that. Then I you know soccer, I was terrible at that. So. I just stopped playing because I wasn't good on it. Then I found basketball, and I was like, all right, I can do this. And shows. So that's that's really what led to my leaving the sport. Go ahead. Yeah, I um I started with soccer and then went to t-ball and then baseball for a little bit. Um, I did taekwondo. I don't know if some people consider that a sport or not. Uh, I, I did football. Yeah. Right. I mean, I, I I thought it was a competitive sport. Um, I did tennis. Yeah, you play every goddamn sport, bro. I was active. My my parents always had me doing something every day. And you would still be out there getting cooked. No, I was nice actually. <laughs> In what? Everything. No. <laughs> what were you the nicest at? Uh, probably football. Eek. <laughs> All right, Shell, so when did you stop playing baseball? Uh, early. I, I, It was the one that I liked the least. So I stopped playing before I was, what, eight maybe? What did you dislike about it? It was just boring to me. I, I, I felt like it wasn't enough movement. It wasn't, it wasn't active enough. I hated that I had to wait in the dugout until I got to bat again. And then if I'm in the outfield, I'm out there waiting some more. So I don't know. It's, yeah, but like when you were playing football, you were still waiting on the sideline because you weren't getting in the game. Yeah, maybe. Well, yeah, it depends. Like at, at the younger ages, sometimes you could play both uh, offense and defense. 
but that wasn't typical. Maybe I needed a breather because you're running all the time on offense. Yeah, but that's that, the people who like the starters were running. Like you weren't really in the game. What do you mean? I was in the game. <laughs> like playing time. I'm talking about. I'm, I'm not talking about practice. I played. Are you talking about <laughs> why are you disrespecting me like this? <laughs> we we talking about practice. <laughs> we not talking about the game. I played. I though. All right. So if there was a time that I rode bench, it was in high school because of an injury. I tore my hamstring, and uh, actually I pulled it and didn't have the good sense to not play on it afterwards. Keep playing. Yeah, Moving mouse. Exactly, and I. <laughs> And I, I ruined my entire career, so I never got the scholarship that I was supposed to get. <laughs> it could have been the NFL. Yeah, I could have, man. No, but then my, you wouldn't know us. I was my 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 thing was I was really fast, like I I had speed, and so when oh, I lost that, again. yeah. Okay, see, one day you're going to understand how much faster I am than you, and you're going to be astonishingly shocked. Like it's going to be disgusting. You'll put money up though on the race. Yeah, how much PayPal? Fifty. Yeah. All right, you hear it here, folks. Um, the 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 little short race though, the the quick race. What's that? The hundred or the forty? What is Let's that? Let's do the hundred. What's what's longer, a forty yard dash or a hundred yard, hundred meter thing? The hundred is definitely longer. So yeah, let's do a forty. Let's do the that's 100. forty. Forty yards is a long time. That's that's far, ain't it? It's not that far. It's not far at all. All right, people can all run, right, people run it in four seconds. <laughs> right. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So I'll cook you in that. You're okay. Well, why why don't you make it a little bit longer? Put some endurance on the line. I'm not because I'm not challenging your endurance. I know you can probably run way longer distance than me. I just I'm just faster than you. Definitely. Because when I tore my hamstring, I had no choice but to increase my endurance. Yeah. Was, see, you turned into the fucking rookie of the year, bro. You got some fucking secret powers and shit. I never broke nothing or tore nothing. <laughs> Look, man. All I'm saying is, I used to be quick, and then that was no longer the case after. Aha! Exposed. After I hurt my hamstring, and I have since rehabilitated myself, but I've never got—I've never regained that speed. But I've never been that fast again. Um, but yeah, well, lucky for me. So I'm still fast enough to cook. My me. question for you, Nibs, is you're talking about a decrease, and you're talking about black. You're talking about black baseball players. Yeah. Is there a decrease? Is there has the overall sport of baseball kept its overall white numbers? Is that what you're saying? Yes. Okay. So but I mean, know. the amount of kids that play baseball in general is decreasing as well. Okay, but that's what I was trying to get. But at. Also, but there's, a, there's, I guess, a, to answer your question, I don't think I really did. I just went into what sports. Yeah, you I didn't. Played. You just went into your fucking injury, injury <laughs> history. <laughs> Blame tape for that tangent. Anyways, Blame tape for every fucking thing. <laughs> Loki. Um. No, I also stopped playing not just because it was boring, but like no one in my family cared to play and no one in my neighborhood was really playing like that that's either. the thing so like everyone supported basketball and football no one cared for me to do baseball yeah especially like imagine like y'all grew up in florida so like florida is a huge football right. place like niggas in new york are out here playing like they're hella big on baseball like new york New York is way bigger on baseball than it is in Florida. So, like, niggas playing stickball and shit, like, then they want to be baseball players. Obviously, there's a big Dominican community here, so you got that whole angle. Um, so that helps, I guess, the people here really want to play baseball and stuff like that. But, I mean, it really starts with what you play with growing up, like, what your friends are playing. 
it's easier to fucking pick up a basketball and shoot it around or throw a football around. You can play that game anywhere. True. So go ahead, Nibs. Yeah, so uh, are there, I mean, do you guys think it's a possibility that those numbers could increase? This is, I'm, you know, my opinion on it is going to be different because I know somebody things that are behind the scenes and in the works to increase the numbers, but just as people that watch sports and, you know, shells, you have kids that I'm sure will play sports. Um, you know, do you think those numbers are going to increase again? Uh, I do. I, I think, I think we, we sort of go through trends or, or, you know, highs and lows. Um, I, I don't see that it's always going to stay at 8%. It's it's going to maybe decrease and then it's going to increase again at some point down the line. I, I just don't see it staying that way. Um, and I actually thought that if someone were to ask me, I would have thought without knowing the statistics that it was it was increasing. Clearly, I would have been wrong. But, you know, I heard, I heard kids like Kyler Murray being a dual sport player, which... Yeah, but look what the sport he chose. True. True, but that I, from what I understood, that's partially due to the contract that he was offered. He didn't want to enter in minor leagues, um, and then you know, spend time there. You go to NFL, you're in the NFL. You know, it's it's the fast money versus the long money. Right. So, I don't I don't know if that had anything to do with where his passion was at, really. But, um, but apparently he he does want to play football. Um, he thinks he's built for it, so I wish him the best. But I don't know. I I have I think it'll it'll increase. I especially because eight percent is so low. You know, um, it's it's got to bounce back. Tay, you still see a lot of kids playing stickball or whatever in the streets when you're walking around. Nigga, you ever heard of Fortnite, bro? Come on, it's 2019, bro. <laughs> anyway, fucking <laughs> <Like a> stickball. <laughs> no, niggas don't go outside. Nah, but um. I, yeah, I think it boils down to like what your friends are playing, what your family's playing. Like, um, like I know I met a dude actually this past All Star weekend, and he works for the NBA. And obviously, we can we can see that we see the growing popularity in the NBA, even though it's already popular, but it still grows. And kids play the play basketball crazy, right? So I met this dude, and he's like some executive at the NBA, and he and he was talking about he does marketing, and one of his main, I guess, pillars is increasing kids playing basketball and that's like a, a number one one of the number one priorities for him in his department and in my head i'll be like niggas already play basketball like what are you even who are you reaching out to so like that kind of i guess fervor is what is going to increase um from a baseball standpoint so like i'm sure you said you said you guys are working on stuff like that but it's just going to take that kind of effort like if you put it into the community you start you know encouraging kids to go to baseball camps and stuff like that that's where like that's where the shit gets it gets fun um, when they can go and spend a summer and learn the game and, and figure out like, okay, this is fun and I understand it. I think that's where you guys will see the increase of fucking percentages. Yeah, it's coming. It's definitely coming. Uh, Spoiler alert. Ha, yeah. I appreciate the uh, the conversation there, guys. Thank you. This nigga just used us to get a leg up at, at his job. Yeah, He's going to go to really a board is. meeting tomorrow. Like, I've got a couple of great ideas. <laughs> We've got to start camps. <laughs> like, you want to sit your ass down, nigga. We got hella camps. <laughs> Next Corona's on me, Tater. Hey, need that. Someone's about to get a promotion. Shout out, man. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Then you get some arm brand headphones. Wow. 
Just joking. They're on brand. Get it? On brand. They won't see it. <laughs> they won't, literally. I see the double drag. <laughs> he didn't mean it, though. <laughs> no, he didn't. I almost gave Ace a shout out. <laughs> <laughs> and he just did it. <laughs> we were almost done. I'm sorry. Damn. I couldn't help myself. <laughs> Fuck. That's a face. Oh, uh, yeah. We out of here, bro. Um, uh, you got any final words, Shelton? Um, race me. Oh, yeah, I'd love to. All right. Just be ready, bro. You're going to be surprised. I don't want an audience. Well, yeah, we'll go, we'll go uh, Instagram Live. Oh, yes. Need that. <laughs> Nips? Hey, it's me. I saw the Warriors play the Heat tonight live. All right, we're done here. I also wait, wait, wait. Let the man finish. Let the man Dwayne finish. Dwayne Wade make a game-winning basket, and it was incredible. Foot online. Uh, <laughs> okay. You it's, don't believe that. As someone that's been around sports for a long time, worked in professional sports, you know, I don't get too excited in those, you know, arenas anymore, especially as a fan. But, you know, to see someone that's one of the top, top athletes in their sport at their position do something special like that, that's, you know, it was amazing. The the the, the energy in the room was great. It was just, a, you know, it was an awesome time. So shout out to D-Wade, man. One last dance. Definitely, definitely a legend. Respect him. Yeah, fuck that guy. We're out of here. You heard it here first. Just too much I wanna cut it out But it's this one thing